Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your man, Smitty, and we got breaking news. Jimmy G is staying. Not surprising, to be honest with you. Kyle Shanahan has a... a a tendency to lean in the direction of not letting go of this man, Jimmy G. Now, what does it mean for Trey Lance? What does it mean for the Niners? What does it mean for for the fantasy football players on this roster, the 49er roster, Debo, uh, Kittle, and, and all those guys? Let's break it down right now. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Now, let's start off with this. Jimmy G is not the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. This has nothing to do with that. What this has to do with, in my opinion, is putting Shanahan in a potentially vulnerable spot if something happens to Trey and he gets banged up. Trey, if Trey can't hold off Jimmy G, he's not that guy. Like, I want to make that abundantly clear before I go off a little bit on Kyle Shanahan and how he has a tendency to to completely botch personnel decisions and all that over and over and over and over. Let me start off with the positive. If Trey Lance cannot hold off Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, who's, in my opinion, not a starting quarterback in the NFL, okay, he is a maybe borderline, maybe he could beat out, you know, one or two quarterbacks because teams shouldn't have, you know, the quarterbacks they have. Like, he's borderline 27, 28, 29, 30 at the most, type of talent in the NFL level. Not to mention he can't stay healthy. Okay? So Jimmy Garoppolo playing a full season doesn't it doesn't threaten me. What what worries me is Shanahan's inability to fully commit and what that potentially could do to Trey Lance's psyche and 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 the fact that you know he he is developing he is going to be emotional right now. He's going to be vulnerable right now and and Bill Belichick one of the best coaches in the history of the game, cut Cam Newton, just cut him after a pretty darn good preseason, walking into to Mac Jones' rookie season and said, I don't want the distraction. I don't want the distraction. I want to go ahead and put uh, and put this kid, Mac Jones, in the best possible position to thrive. Now, is Shanahan, by retaining Jimmy G, putting Trey in the best possible position to thrive? No, he is not. I don't care what anybody tells me. He's not. It's not benefiting. Jimmy doesn't have some amazing knowledge that's so overwhelming and overpowerful that it, it it trumps any kind of potential negative of keeping him on the roster. Trey looking over his shoulder a little bit. What if Trey has a bad game and people, what if the locker room turns? Things we can't control. I don't like that that, that those things exist. I don't because it's going to potentially affect Trey if Trey does have a a, a slow start, or if he gets banged up at all. I understand the thinking logically. You have a guy that knows the system. You have the guy that knows how to come in. If let's say Trey did get hurt, let's say Trey, God forbid, went down with a season-ending injury, Jimmy G coming in is probably better than shoving Sudfeld out there or Brock Purdy or whatever. I get the. I I understand what time it is, but Jimmy G is not winning you a Super Bowl. So the point is. If Trey were to go down, the season's done anyway. Yeah, could you win more games with Jimmy than you could 
with Brock Purdy or Sudfeld? Yes, the answer is yes. But you're not winning a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. We already know that. So why run any kind of risk at all of damaging the psyche or the the confidence of Trey Lance? Now, but but so I don't like it. It puts Trey a little bit of a a a negative situation in my, in my opinion. Now, does it make me worry to the point where I don't think he'll do what I think he could do? No. I mean, there's a little bit, of, I'm not going to lie, there's a little bit of hesitation in that that Shanahan will do the right thing the, the entire time this kid's in there. I don't. I, I worry about Shanahan. Shanahan's the wild card here, and I thought we moved past this. And, and clearly we haven't. Um, so now we're in a position where, you know, there, there's, some, there's some potential doubt surrounding Shanahan, not Trey Lance. Doubt that I feel could have an impact, may have an impact, may not have an impact. We don't really know. We don't really know. What I do know, though, and I can say with certainty, is that if Trey Lance can't hold off Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not that guy anyway. End of the day, I believe Trey could overcome adversity. Shanahan just put a little adversity in front of him, which is ridiculous for a head coach to do. He's not a great head coach right now. Could Shanahan become a great head coach? Yeah. Give him the benefit of the doubt of learning like any head coach. Is he a good head coach right now? No, no. He's a great offensive coordinator. Part of what he's doing is OC. He's an OC and he's a head coach. He's such a good OC in mind, scheme mind, that it makes you think, oh, he is a good good coach. Oh, he is a good coach. The coaching decisions are different than the OC decisions. His offensive coordinating and his scheming is great. Amazing. He's fantastic. He's one of the best in the game. But don't mix up the two because the guy has botched the Jimmy G situation the entire offseason. Botched Jimmy G in that situation all of last year. You should have put Trey in there and left him in there from that Houston Texan game on. But no, he puts Jimmy G back in. Jimmy G struggles during the entire playoffs. The Niners have to carry Jimmy G on their back. I don't care what anybody says about Jimmy G being a winner and all this stuff. Trey Lance was ready in that Texan game, he proved it. He won a very tough game that had playoff implications, and then you take him out. And then you take him out. I don't understand. I don't understand why you would do that. He did it. He's botched this entire situation all the way. If I have any doubt at all, it's on Shanahan. It's not Trey. I think Trey, yet again, just like he did in college when he he was rising up, they, they brought in a transfer that was supposed to start over Trey Lance. Trey Lance still beat him out. They brought this guy in to start a transfer to step on Trey's parade and, and prevent Trey from rising up. Trey beat him out. I have no doubt that Trey's going to annihilate Jimmy G. It, 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 not, there's no competition either, but in terms of holding him off and, and making this, uh, you know, Jimmy's in his rear view. The problem is Shanahan. What potential variables could pop up where Shanahan gets sentimental about his boy Jimmy G and let's say Trey hurts his finger again and and comes out and Jimmy goes in and they win a game then what oh we're gonna rest Trey another week we're gonna rest Trey another week that's what I'm afraid of I'm not afraid at all that Jimmy G is gonna outplay Trey Lance give me a break Trey Lance is still a potential breakout fantasy football monster but he comes with risk and, and we knew that risk was there. Now the risk feels a little bit more uh, apparent 
And so you got to ask yourself, where do you drop them on your rankings to account for the potential risk? I, I don't know how far I drop them down. Do I feel like I would still rather have like a, a Dak Prescott or somebody that might be a tad bit safer over a Trey Lance and this situation? It's not over Trey Lance. It's over Trey Lance and the situation. I suppose I could, I could very easily argue that there's security involved in an A-Rod or a Dak Prescott or a Russell Wilson over Trey. Does Trey still have top four to seven quarterback upside? Or top five, we'll call it top five to seven, top five to eight quarterback upside? Yeah, he does. And I, and I again, don't care if anybody disagrees with me. Trey Lance, is a he's got a cannon. He's got the ability to run for seven to 800 yards, just like Jalen Hurts does. His ability to run in seven to eight touchdowns, maybe eight to nine touchdowns, eight to 10 touchdowns on the ground. Trey Lance has the ability to score a ton of fantasy points. He can be a fantasy football top five to seven monster. The problem is he isn't fully in control of the situation. Kyle Shanahan is a wild card and you you just don't truly know. You don't truly know. Am I fearful of Trey faltering or falling on his face? No, no, it's not that. It's injury. It's Shanahan getting confused and being sentimental. That's it. I don't like Kyle Shanahan as a head coach. I love him as an OC. I think he, he I think he he would never take a demotion. The idea the ideal scenario would be this guy OCing. That's not an option. I'm not I'm not delusional, but this guy is a he's not a great head coach. He's a great OC. He's an amazing OC, top of his class, but he is proving time and time again. And if you disagree with me, you disagree with me on Kyle Shanahan being an amazing head coach. Tell me why he botched Debo Samuel, why he botched Jimmy G. He botched both of these scenarios going on his timeline, dragging his feet, doing it the Niner way. I don't care about that way. I care about the right way. Debo Samuel put his heart and soul and body and longevity on the line for the Niners. And what does what does John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan do in return? Make this man wait. Make this man wait. Make the fan base turn on him. The fan base turns on Debo because Kyle and John don't want to do something outside of the box, outside of the Niner way. And there you have the fan base turning on Debo. Debo drama everywhere. Debo doesn't get to work with Trey. And Debo and, and Trey maybe have a little lesser rapport walking into week one. It's all a trickle effect. As a coach, you've got to see the big picture. As a coach, you have to make sure you're looking out for the entire process and big picture. And, and Kyle Shanahan constantly holds back things. He holds back the offense, takes his foot off the gas, gives Debo Samuel one touch in the second half of that game. One touch is the reason why the Niners didn't make it to the Super Bowl in 2021, carrying Jimmy G on their back. Kyle Shanahan, as a coach, made the decision to not give Debo Samuel the football, but one time in the second half. Kyle Shanahan's the one that decided not to give Debo a contract extension early on to avoid the mess and fan turmoil and all the negative thoughts and pressures going on in Debo's mind, mind now as he's trying to work and build a rapport with his quarterback. Why would you not think outside the box? Why would you not do something outside of the Niner way to ensure cohesive gelling of this unit that is Trey Lance, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, Danny Gray, Mitchell, 
Uh, an amazing defense and a patchwork offensive line that needs to gel together and work in unison. Now you have some inconsistencies. You have some uh, rapport issues. And now you don't know what you're dealing with walking into week one. Then on top of all of that, like, have I not painted a good picture of what Kyle Shanahan's done this offseason? On top of all that, you bring back a player that's got the half the locker room loves him. Half the locker room is ready to move on. And now you've got a potential divide situation. It's Shanahan is not doing the right things as a head coach. As a head coach. So that that's that's how I feel about that. Um, I appreciate everybody that is leaving uh, their comments and questions in here. Uh, I ref- reflect early. Okay, I can't read that question. Um, anybody wants to, uh, leave a, a, a super chat, I'll, I'll answer those right now while I'm ranting and raving. Uh, Nate says, Smitty, what about Eli Mitchell? Is he going to eat? We, you know, we don't even know how healthy Eli Mitchell is right now. If he's healthy, he should eat. But what's Kyle Shanahan going to do to that? What's Kyle Shanahan going to do to that situation? It's crazy, bro. Um, I hope Eli Mitchell gets a full workload. If not, then... You're gonna have yourself, uh, a, you know, a, a pro- probably a, a, a Ty Davis Price show at some point. Ty Davis Price, Jordan Mason, that combo will probably start X number of games. Um. Okay, what do we got here? Jake says Jimmy is a heavy trailer being pulled by a massive F three fifty that is Debo, and the defense wins games. But yeah, he wins games because yeah, the team. Is winning those games, not Jimmy G. The team is winning those games. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's unbelievable. If I missed any super chats, let me let me go grab them. I'm sorry, guys. I've been a, a little bit on a rant. Damon, appreciate Damon's super chat. Damon says, which side, uh, Ceh, JJ Stafford or Pierce Adams Lamar? JJ Stafford, Pierre, uh, sorry, CEH, JJ Stafford. Okay, so Stafford and Lamar, you got the edge probably on the Lamar side, although I do question him staying healthy all year. Adams, JJ, give me the JJ side. Um, you gotta take you gotta take the Pierce side. Pierce gives you so much more upside than than Clyde, uh, unfortunately. I like Clyde a lot, but but at the value, you gotta take that Pierce side. So, um, JJ over Adams isn't going to be the craziest uh, difference. I, I do love JJ more, but um, Malik just drafted my team. 12-man, full PPR, only one flex. I got Chase, Harris, Lamar, St. Brown, ETN, Schultz, and Gabe Davis. I like it, bro. I like it a lot. Lamar, Harris, Chase. You got some some good big guns there. St. Brown, Schultz. Um, work that waiver wire. Um, fill that, that running back. Who's your running back two? You got Harris and who? I don't see you putting a running back two in there. So you got to work on that. Hit that waiver wire. You land that game over. But you got to land it, bro. You got to land it. Damian Pierce or Traylon Burks? Damian Pierce by a mile. What kind of question is that, Miller? Come on, Miller. That's almost... Take a look. Damian Pierce is a potential top eight to 12 running back. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. It's going to the moon, baby. To the moon. I, I will say I don't necessarily believe keeping Jimmy is meaning that the team's doubting Trey. I, I know everybody wants to paint that picture and that narrative. That's not what concerns me. I don't think the team the team doesn't have a choice. Like we had Eric Davis on, former 49er, uh, great 
on the quad box a minute ago on Instagram, and he even said it's not even a question. They, they Trey's the starter. If if, if and, I, and let me make it clear, I agree with Eric Davis on that. If the Niners revert back to Jimmy G and and admit that 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 Trey is a failed project, Shanahan's gone, or he's at least on the hot seat to be fired, because you mortgaged your future for Trey. And if you're already backing out of Trey. Then your then, then then Shanahan's job would be on the line. So in a sense, you already have uh, this situation locked up and trades the guy no matter what because Kyle Shanahan is tied to it. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Malik. Appreciate you dropping that. There's not a question attached to that one, but I do appreciate it. if you got another question. Let me know. Uh, Niner by Nature says they dropped a a, a, a a wad on screen. Let me find that. Niner by Nature, appreciate the five dollar holler. Appreciate you both. Uh, Niner by Nature says, Kyle Shanahan is not a good head coach. Sir Lance, king of the NFC. I agree, Niner by Nature. He's he Maybe he's learning. Maybe he gets better. Trey could be that 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 player that can help, you know, create that consistency. And if he leans on Trey Foley, which he's clearly not doing by this, then he can become that, that all well-rounded head coach because Trey can fill the voids that he has and, his tendencies to take his foot off the gas, bad play calling at the wrong time, not giving the football to Debo Samuel in the second half of the most important game of his life, and, and, and then and then you know extending Jimmy G. Here's the news on that. Um, so Jimmy G.'s base salary will be lowered to 6.5 million, fully guaranteed, while giving him a chance to make nearly 10 million more in incentives if he's if he's starting. Which is the part that I hate that there's incentives built in if he's starting. Like I, the, the only good thing about that is the Niners typically don't like to pay people out, and they'll actually bench you uh, historically, so you don't hit those numbers. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what to think. I just I, it it it, it obviously smells funny. It obviously doesn't doesn't feel like belief in Trey. But end of the day, this guy's job is on the line if Trey doesn't work out. So there's some solace in that. And I want everybody to walk away, at least from this live stream, if you have Trey or you're thinking about investing in Trey, that you think to yourself, is there a potential that Jimmy comes in and keeps the job? Not unless Trey gets hurt. And that's my only fear. There's no way Trey Lance will let Jimmy G take his job, number one. Number two... Shanahan will be on the hot seat immediately if that happens. If that happens. So that's 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 my take on that. Um why is everyone mad about Jimmy G if he's the the backup? I mean, Matt, it's more about people wanting to to rip the band-aid off and and stop worrying about this situation over and over that just won't go away. This would be no news at all if people actually believed that Kyle would go with Trey no matter what. I don't trust Kyle. He's a Jimmy addict. I feel like there's some truth to that, but again, his job is on the line, bro. He, if he went back to Jimmy, and even if Jimmy even won games, but they didn't win the Super Bowl, there would be calling. Everyone would be calling for his job. If he backed out on the Trey Lance experiment before it even began, like, come on, he's gonna, he's Trey's gonna get a full opportunity, and I feel like Trey is going to explode. I, I just worry about I worry about what Shanahan can even do to his numbers by holding him back, just not believing in him or whatever. I, I do worry about that. But at the end of the day, it's you know, Jimmy G doesn't hold a candle to Trey Lance. Trey if Trey Lance can't hold off Jimmy G, he is not the guy I'm claiming he could be. 
And he's not the guy that you guys are believing he could be. He's not the guy that any of us believe he could be. There's no, there's literally in my mind, no chance that Trey can't hold off a very, very mediocre quarterback in Jimmy G. Not even worried about that. I'm more worried about those situations we can't predict that are weird, like injuries. And then, you know, you have Shanahan faking a, a longer injury with Trey. We're going to keep him healthy another couple weeks. And then, and then you don't get the fantasy value out of him for X number of games. That's more my concern. I'm not worried about Trey outplaying Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Camara and Pacheco for Kelsey and Damian Pierce. Camara and Pacheco for Kelsey and Damian Pierce. I take Kelsey and Damian Pierce because of the uncertainty around Camara, which a lot of people are refusing to acknowledge still exists. And there is uncertainty. Camara's not out of the woods yet. Give me Pierce and, and Kelsey all day. Young man. Super chatting up in this mug. Thank you, Smooth Criminal. Devin with a $5 holler. Devin says, Smitty, Niners could have kept their draft picks and Jimmy G and been in good shape for a QB class next draft. Shanahan second guessing. I don't think he is. Look. You haven't even let him go out on the field. He's not second. Like, I get I get where you're coming from, Devin. And a lot of people agree with you. But there's no second guessing the guy yet. He hasn't even been out there to fail. Like, I think people are overblowing that. I just don't trust Shanahan if injuries or complicated situations arise to see what, you know, what could potentially be coming up. A crazy, confusing situation. Uh, Nigel dropping a super chat. What makes Shanahan a good OC? He has made the QB decision a mockery, um, because those are the head coaching calls, I believe, more so than the OC calls. OC calls, like the game, the scheme, the his system, all that is, a, he's a genius at that stuff, but his off, his head coaching responsibilities uh, bleed into his OC right now, and when he does good from an offensive coordinator perspective, everybody gives him his flowers as a head coach, when honestly, the only thing he's doing is doing a great job in the OC role. When he does poorly, it's usually and almost always in the head coach role, which he makes horrible decisions from a head coaching perspective. The entire offseason has been a debacle. A, bit, a debacle. Um, taking his foot off the... off. Yeah, he takes his foot off that all the time, but that's head coach. That's not offensive coordinator necessarily. That's his... I mean, you could tie it to head coaching, sure. But but I I believe that's his ability to overthink things at a grand scale from a from a head coaching perspective. Mark Cleveland dropping a five dollar Mark Cleveland says, I think signing Jimmy G could destroy Trey Lance's confidence. He will be looking over his shoulder. That is a concern for a lot of people. But again, Mark, I would come back to this and I would say that if Trey Lance can't hold off Jimmy G, then he's not that guy anyway. So I kind of feel like, uh, you know, kind of feel like that's that's the way I look at it. Um, Derek says, hit that thumb up button. We got 252 in here, only 70 thumbs up. Please punch that thumb up button and let's get let's get on to the rest of the show. We got any super chats that I missed? Just drafted my team. I got yours. Uh, Malik, thank you for that super chat. Malik, appreciate you. Uh, Nate had a super chat. I think I didn't get to this one. Oh, no, I did. Eli Mitchell, will he eat? Appreciate you, Nate. Thank you for dropping that super chat. Rock out, dropping a super uh, Mercado dropping a super and combine these two gentlemen got close to that $5 holler. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Appreciate you both. Rock out saying might be easier to trade Jimmy G with the new salary. Potentially an option, you know. Maybe that's maybe it is. Maybe it does make them put them in a position to do that. And there's talk about that. Rumblings on Twitter. What happens if you know another quarterback goes down? They could potentially trade him, and, and that would be a good scenario. Now everybody would breathe easy. I think people just want this to be over. You know, they just want this to be over. How do you join the YouTube where you get the emojis? I'll drop the link right here, kind sir. It's in the description. But you can also I'll pin it right now if you guys want to become a part of the YouTube exclusive membership. There is the link right there. Um, I'll pin it right now in the, in, the, in the live chat. It's also in the description if you're watching the replay. Become a YouTube exclusive member. Get those emojis. Get the exclusive uh, chat access when I do lock that down at, at one point during, during each week. We'll do a, an exclusive only chat. Um, Mercado says, uh, got Eckler and Allen and Schultz. Zeke, should I try and deal one? You've got Eckler, Allen, and Schultz. Zeke. Should I try and deal one? Um, I mean, I, it's such a loaded question. I mean, do, do do I think you should trade? I mean, I don't know. I, I suppose I would trade Zeke. I would try and get Zeke and turn him into an ETN by giving up a little more. You're not going to get ETN straight up for Zeke. You may. I mean, some people take Zeke in the second round. Some people take ETN in the third. But I'd rather have ETN in a heartbeat over Zeke. So I'd try and make that trade. Uh, would I downgrade Schultz into a, a Knox to get like a Damian Pierce? Absolutely. Would I trade Josh Allen into Burrow to to upgrade my Zeke into a, a I don't know, uh, an ETN, you know, or someone like that? Yeah, I would. I, w- I would do things like that. I don't know if that's Eckler and Keenan Allen or if that's Josh Allen. If it's Keenan Allen, then the same applies. Would I, would I trade Keenan Allen and, you know, something... To upgrade into uh, a Tyreek Hill. Yes, I would. You know, something small. Hurts and Brown. Love the Hurts and Brown stack. That's what somebody's saying. I love I love that stack. Right now, Hurts is more is a more attractive option than Trey with the potential risk, you know, of Shanahan and not knowing what Shanahan could do in a pinch. And if, if like injury um you know struck or something. Burrow or, uh, oh, okay, so here's where that question came in. Burrow, Chase, or Hurts, A.J. Brown? Give me Burrow and Chase, but I do love the A.J. Brown stack. But give me Burrow and, and, and Chase all day. I'm sorry, Burrow and Chase all day long. This helps Debo immensely. How so? Jimmy G's not starting R. Smith. There's nothing to do with the lineup at all. Front office, blue. Blew it, man. Unreal. Look, C Mac is my boy on Instagram. We do the quad box together with, with Raj and Vlad. And I've said this from the beginning, man. Kyle Shanahan's not a good head coach. He's a great OC that was handed the keys to the head coaching job. And he's botched every single big decision, C Mac, the entire offseason, dragging his feet on the Debo Samuel situation, dragging his feet with Jimmy G. You cannot honestly say handling the Jimmy G and Debo situations were done even remotely good. It's just, it's it's pathetic. Uh, Mark Cleveland with another $5 holler. Appreciate you, Mark. Mark says, should I take Cook over Najee at seven if all three super wide receivers are gone? 
I wouldn't. I would take Najee. Now, now there's some concern, and we talked about this yesterday. Uh, Mark, thank you for that super chat. Here is that news that that we were potentially going to talk about today as well when we got to it. Najee Harris told reporters that he had had a sprained Liz Franck injury um, in training camp. And that's the injury where uh, you always often hear people say their career is threatened by a Liz Frank injury. And that's on the top of the foot, like basically like right here where it feels like it, it's sprained and it, it almost feels like there's so so much pain that like the arch of your foot, you know, can drop and you have less stability and explosion and it's really painful on the foot. Um, but there's degrees to it, which a lot of people don't talk about. So if if you hear somebody say, oh, Liz Franck injury, he's done. That's that's a career ender or that's a that's a season ender that can end your season. Depends on the severity. And, and it, it sounds like it was a very, very uh, minimal uh, severity level, like one in three, you know, it's not three, it's more like a one, and it may even barely be a one, like, the way that they talked about it, like, I've seen him practice, like, they say he was out for a month, we saw video footage of him training, where could he have had a Liz Frank injury, I don't even, I'm not calling him an embellisher, or, or saying anybody's reporting on this wrong, necessarily, but a lot of it doesn't make sense, because there wasn't time for a Liz Frank injury to exist the way that I saw different clips of, of Najee Harrison in, in different points in the offseason. I'm not worried about Najee at all. If he still had any lingering effects of a Liz Frank injury or if he was being diagnosed with one currently and it wasn't in the rear view, uh, I don't believe that, that Najee would even be on the field in a preseason game. So if that gives you any solace there, I don't. I'm not concerned about Najee at all. That news I broke last night to shoot it down in a sense. You know, it's a breaking news story, but sometimes I go live emergency style to make sure I, I, I attack that in a way that makes people feel comfortable. Um, you know what I'm saying? You tried for the tripod. If anybody doesn't know what the tripod is, it's this. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. Um, everybody give Blake. Blake is new. Blake. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Black Trunks podcast. New here. Let's add a boy to the moon. To Glad the to moon. have you. Appreciate you being here. Um, Jimmy G jersey still good? No. Your Jimmy G jersey you should have already thrown away. Okay, R. Smith. Jimmy G's not starting. There's no. There's no controversy. The only question is, do we? Are we feeling comfortable? Um, with with what's going on if, if an injury arises or something. No, we don't know what Shanahan's you know predictability is on that. Uh, I think Liz Franck injuries can linger. They It depends on the severity level, Drew. Like I just explained, you can have a, a grade one or barely even a grade one and it be a non-issue. You could have a grade three. People like to act like Liz Franck injuries are all one and the same. You got one and you heard somebody ha- had a season-ending injury. It's not like a torn ACL where you tear your ACL or you, or you don't. You know, it, it's it, it literally is severity levels, and so it not necessarily actually they don't always linger. They linger if you have a great three and you're playing on it, but but this doesn't feel like it's that. Could we be could we be misled? Could it be something bigger? Sure. Um, does it put a little bit of risk on them? A little bit, maybe, but not enough for me to go with Dalvin Cook, who's got the shoulder injury. Like Dalvin Cook's got a torn labrum. That thing's butchered in there. And one hit and his shoulder pops out of socket like this. Every single time he lands on it a certain way, it's vulnerable to pop out. 
So, am I worried about Dalvin Cook over Najee? Absolutely. And you don't even know if Madison's the true cuff because we keep hearing about Chandler and the fact that they maybe want to trade Madison. I think if Madison's on the team, they definitely will be rolling with Madison as the backup. But, you know, anyway. Najee has a flat tire. Not true. Not true. Let people downgrade his value. I'll take him at... You might see Najee drop to 12 and it's going to be ridiculously good and let everybody hate. And People people just react. They just react. Um, Hen, uh, hey, Smitty, in a 10-team PPR, got Jalen Hurts, but no one was talking... No one was taking Burrow in the 10th round, so I took Burrow. Absolutely. Smart move. 10th round, who cares? Take Burrow. Now you can trade one of them. Maybe you don't... Maybe you aren't able to trade one, but I, I still would have taken Burrow in round 10. Absolutely. Should I trade ETN for Javante? Um, if you like winning, I would. I would. Uh, Wesley says, but there is controversy. Jimmy G is back, baby, no matter how you spin it. I, I I know I knew I you I forgot you were a Jimmy G supporter. You told me Jimmy G to the moon. Jimmy G's not going to the moon, Wesley. He's not starting. Oh, Wesley. Wesley's one of our negative Nancys that comes in here and just starts dropping negativity. Wesley, keep I mean keep bringing it. Jimmy G re-signed, restructured. He's the backup quarterback. Could something happen? Sure. But Jimmy G's not going to the moon, bro. He's a backup quarterback in the NFL. Like, what are you talking about? Um, Smitty also has a website, the Fantasy Football Show. That's correct. Where you could get my bold predictions, rankings, trade calculator, one-on-one text advice. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Also, make sure you guys play DFS. Use promo code SMITTY. Underdog Fantasy will match up to $100 on your first deposit. Don't let yourself, like, get taken out by an injury or a Trey Lance situation like like this. Don't let yourself get to a point where we got uh, J-Mac joining the YouTube exclusive membership. Appreciate you, good buddy. Um, don't let your season get wiped out and you don't have, you have nothing to root for in like week 10 because you get hit with injury hardcore play underdog fantasy, get some best balls on the books where there's no lineups, no waivers. You draft it's one and done. They match up to $100 on your first deposit. If you're new to underdog. So go do that using promo code Smitty and, and make sure you protect your fantasy football season by doing that. Appreciate that Kenny and get on over to the fantasy uh, what else we got? Jimmy G is good insurance, a good insurance policy. Maybe he's also there's there's that argument, but he's also a negative like shadow, you know, that will potentially be casted on Trey Lance's development. Even if he could help Trey Lance develop, he could also hurt Trey Lance develop. It goes both ways. There's no there's no clear way to to break it down. I had a five dollar hauler question. Okay, Marcato, I, I answered one of them. Did you drop another? Let me go look for it. Marcado dropped another, I believe. There we go. Marcado. Mark Cleveland, I, I appreciate you with your super chat. If I missed anybody else, please let me know. Marcado says, I was just worried having two players on the same team 
uh, times two. My starters are Brady, Eckler, Aaron Jones, Keenan Allen. Okay, it was Keenan Allen. Gabe Davis, Dalton Schultz, Zeke Elliott. Um, I, I get where you're coming from on that. Okay, it makes more sense now what you're talking about. Uh, $5 hauler, by the way. Appreciate you doing that again. Um, I mean, I, I, w- I, would, I would consider trading. I don't, I don't think I'd necessarily trade out of these situations because of that, but I'm trying to upgrade Zeke into ETN. I'm trying to upgrade Keenan Allen into Tyreek Hill. Or into a, a Debo or Diggs, regardless. Into a Lamb. People are doubting Lamb a little bit. I know you got another Cowboy that wouldn't necessarily be. But uh, uh, but uh, Aaron Jones, would I want to upgrade Aaron Jones into Javante? Absolutely. So I'm always working those angles. I would continue to do that, whether they're on the same team or not. Um, I think your team could use a little bit of an upgrade. One simple trade will do and put you in a position to where I think you can separate from the pack. Because right now that looks like a team that's in the in a pack of four or five teams trying to trying to beat everybody out. Uh Debo stock goes up. Why? Because of Jimmy G um as a backup? No. But I, I, I suppose if something happened to Trey, then at least you have a potential option that you know you know that you know that this formula worked with Debo because they had to lean on Debo more. But that doesn't change his immediate value because Trey is a backup, so it doesn't really doesn't really do what you're suggesting there. But I, I might understand what you're trying to suggest. If they sign Cole Beasley to the roster, that would be perfect. Who are you talking about, G Dog? Who signed Cole Beasley? Trinidad says I got offered Pitts and Chase for Andrews and Javante full PPR. Pitts and Chase for Andrews and Javante. Um, that's like like why do that's like one of those why do it trades. I mean, depends on what you need. If you need running backs, if you need a wide receiver, I mean, it's very, very even. Chase and Javante, Pitts and Andrews. I mean, they're almost equally spaced apart on ADP rankings. I kind of like, if it's PPR, I kind of like the Pitts and Chase. I don't know. I, lo- I love both sides. It's pretty even. Um, Jeffrey, apparently not a Niner fan. Says that uh, Niners are scared Lance can't play. I don't think it's about that. I think it's about they botched the Jimmy G situation. They've been trying to get rid of him. He pissed him off because he he uh, he didn't return their calls. He kind of uh, eliminated the opportunity of potentially trading him. I don't know if anybody was going to buy him anyway. But by by announcing his, that he needed surgery and doing that the day of the combine, which was a ridiculous timing thing, he's in the doghouse. They don't want him to start. The team is very mad at him. He wouldn't return phone calls. He's not in a position to start at all. At all. At all. He's not in a position to start at all. There's 0% chance he's going to start week one. This is a backup role. He is a backup. And he, 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 he made the organization and... Kyle and John very angry, and he's currently in the doghouse. He also doesn't have the playbook. He also has been outside of the building, twiddling his thumbs, walking without access to anything, not practicing with anybody, no playbook. Guy's so far away from being ready when the scheme and the offense has changed very much going toward a Trey Lance attack. So, it, how, I mean, what do they even do at this point? Jacob becomes a YouTube exclusive member. Yeah. Mashed potatoes! Jacob, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, Jacob. Appreciate you. I mean, what? Like, he's so behind right now. I don't care if he was here before. It's a, it's a, it's a different playbook. It's about this thick instead of this thick, right, C Mac? 
They're worried about Lance. They kept Jimmy because the they're not. They didn't keep Jimmy because they're worried about Lance. They kept Jimmy because they value him and don't want to just cut him for nothing. They're stubborn, is what it is, and that's exactly it. It's not that they're worried about Lance. I'm worried about what Shanahan would do in a weird situation, but I'm not worried about the fact that they fully committed, fully committed to Trey, fully committed. That's why it's weird when I see comments. This is great for for Debo. How what is it? How does it change Debo at all right now? If maybe Jimmy got in there, you're trying to say something like they resort back to using Debo over Workham and he gets a lot of, like, how does it affect Debo right now? Because Jimmy G's not starting. People that take this news like Jimmy's starting, it, it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. 312 of you in here, punch the thumb up button. Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's open up the phone lines, for goodness sake, and, and, and get to some of your questions regarding this situation or whatever. Um, dial into the show. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. I will, t- I will answer your question. So let's go. 602 NFL 3664. Dial in. Let's go. Let's roll. Um, did they restructure Jimmy G's contract to make him eat? Yeah, his his contract is easier to trade. Definitely. All right. Call in, call in. Just got my Seahawks didn't get Jimmy G. We're taking it this year. Oh, my God, Jeff. Delusional if you think the Seahawks are winning it. Um, God. You got, come on, you got to be honest with yourself. The Seahawks are going to have a really rough year. You'd be lucky to win six games. As it stands right now, um, but but I I do feel like uh, um, I do feel like uh, you guys have a promising future in Kenneth Walker. It's just you need a quarterback. You need a quarterback. You got DK. You got Kenneth Walker. You drafted some offensive line pieces. I don't think the Seahawks are very very far away, but I do feel like oh I'm sorry I didn't open up the full lines fully yet. My bad. That's why no one's calling. Okay, the phone lines are open. I apologize for that. Cody with a $5 holler. Cody, appreciate you. Good buddy. Okay, now the phone lines are open. My bad. I was wondering why no one was was ringing in. Uh, This $5 holler is B-Rob worth holding on to. It depends on who you're picking up, bro. I mean, I can't really answer that question, Cody, unless I have a list of players to pick up. But, I mean, certainly is questionable to return this year. But uh, I, I think he's got a shot to return for like, you know, the ha- second half of the season or maybe earlier. We don't really know the full extent of the injuries. I told you last night that one of those shot, shots might have went to the gluteus maximus. I told you. I predicted that. I said probably it makes sense that he turned and probably fled and got one of them in the, in the glute. Um, so your boy Smitty nailed that. Uh, but we don't know the extent of the other shot or where that injury is and how the tissue is going to heal and, and how long he'll be out. I imagine if it's not any worse than the, the, the shot to the glute, which it may be because if it's shot like in the, the, even the, the fleshy part of the thigh that that could take time to heal and you could rip some things, you know, I don't know. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't know. I've never, your boy Smitty's got a lot of experience with injuries and I feel like I can stack myself against anybody in the game, even a medical person, because I have a lot of fantasy football 
knowledge to go with the injury stuff and patterns. And I've never seen this one. I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm in the dark on this one. I don't really know what a, an injury, a, a, a shot wound, uh, repairing does or, or how that's going to work. So we'd have to have a medical professional on here to talk about that one. People can guess, but like you don't know where the the wound is. So there's a lot of things that could that could hamper him from from returning. Um, that even if he's ready to hit the field, that his muscle will you know not be the same for a while. Or I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to figure out where that injury was exactly. Thoughts on Lovey Smith not confirming Pierce is the running back one. Coach speak. I'm not worried because they're feeding him. I don't care if in name he goes out there on the field and starts the game. You know, maybe they want him to earn it and they want to give him. Dude, dude's earning it. The team's ecstatic. They almost vaulted him on their shoulders and marched him around the field when he came off the field after his, his last preseason game where he had about 40 yards and a touchdown on the ground. They, they love him there. So I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, that's coach speak. I mean, his play alone is going to make him start, bro. Uh, so answer this question. I need to know who you'd be picking up. Um... Is B-Rob worth holding? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It depends. Let's see here. I think I got Cody. Cody's question of B-Rob. B-Men's question. And now, um, Super Chat. $5 hauler from, from our boy, Eddie. Eddie, appreciate you, my man. Eddie says, hey, Smitty, my roster is Tom Brady, Trey Lance, Najee, ETN, Pierce, Penny, B-Rob, Devontae Adams, Pittman, Bateman, Juju, MVS. What do you think of, what do you think any moves? So Brady, Trey, I don't, you're not saying if this is a super flex or not, so I'm going to assume it's not. Uh, Najee, ETN, Pierce. I don't, I don't want you moving those running backs. I like them. Uh, Devontae Adams, Pittman. No, man. I mean, there's not really much to do. I don't know if you need to start a tight end. You didn't list a tight end. If you if you need a tight end, I'd, I'd most certainly explore trading Juju while his value's high uh, for for a guy like uh, uh, Goddard. You know, I'd rather have Goddard on this roster if you're if you're needing to start a tight end. If you don't, then you're pretty set. You're pretty set. Would I try and trade Pittman and Bateman together, or you know, uh, try and trade a a Penny and Pittman or a Penny and Bateman? To try to try and get one little extra, you know, bit of a bump at that wide receiver spot, sure, you know, if you can, and if not, then you hold it and you roll with it because it's a pretty good team. Um, Kevin with a two dollar hauler, Justin Jefferson for Austin Eckler straight up. I mean, I'm drafting JJ ahead of Eckler, so give me the JJ side. I, I wouldn't make that move unless you're in desperate need at running back. It's arguable, but I'd rather have JJ. I'd draft JJ over Eckler. You know, we doing any last minute redraft leagues, uh, Nigel, we've got a couple, but I don't, they're pretty much full. There's that one. If you do the, the underdog fantasies code Smitty, I can't guarantee their spots left, but I'm choosing from people that show me proof that they did an underdog deposit just recently. This, like this last two days. So if you, if you're new to underdog and you want to get in that league, I can't guarantee that you won't, you won't be after we've already fulfilled it, but go try it anyway. Cause you should be playing underdog anyway. It costs you $10 minimum. They match up to a hundred dollars code Smitty link in the description underdog fantasy. Uh, I will be recruiting from the people that show me proof into that league. Um, but that's the last one really. Uh, Ron Navy says your phone not ringing. Hmm. It's active, Ron. 
I'm wondering why we're not getting any calls. Let me let me close out and reopen it. It's weird. Try now, Ron. How long before Lance gets benched? Says Sean. Um, what makes you think he'll get benched, Sean? I'm just curious. You think Jimmy G is going to bench him? No, bro. Yeah, the phone line's open. Try, try again, bro. We paid the phone bill. <laughs> I mean, the phone bill should be paid. Let's just go check. Let's check and see if the phone bill is paid. <laughs> maybe maybe it's not. Yeah. We're good, bro. It's active. I don't know. Try calling in again. Let me try calling. What is going on? The phone line's down. What in the heck? I'll have to figure that out on off the show. I don't know why the phone line is down. Sorry, guys. Well, we'll do voicemails. Guys, leave voicemails from the voicemail groups. Let's get through your messages, and we'll have to do the phone line another time. This message is from Jim. Hey, Smitty. I don't know why, but I'm getting a kind of a bad vibe out of Tampa right now. I don't know if it's the Tom Brady thing where he missed a couple of weeks or his entire offensive line is either retired, gone, or injured, but what's your thoughts on Mike Evans in the last couple of weeks? Has he dropped it all in your rankings? And uh, where would you draft Mike Evans in like a 12-team PPR redraft? Um, I, I feel like Mike Evans is is a guy that I'm not drafting until the third round. Um, I feel like I feel like people are drafting him a little bit too early. I personally have A.J. Brown over Mike Evans myself, but they're very arguable, and that's probably where you would draft Mike Evans. I think somewhere in the third round is is reasonable, um, but I think early second is, I, I think there's just better players. So I would say third round. The Bruce. Hey, Smitty, do you think there'll ever be a position in fantasy considered wide back? I was in a draft the other day, and Debo and Cordell Patterson were running backs and wide receivers. Uh, so I'm hoping and thinking that there'll be a wide back position. If not, what's your thoughts? Um, I, I, I mean, they're not going to, I don't think they'll make a wide back position. There's not enough teams that roll with that. If, if, if it became a, a regular thing, then, uh, then maybe, you know, you'd see fantasy adapt to something. Sure. But like Debo isn't getting the respect he deserves at being a running back and wide receiver in most, uh, league management tools. I don't know why. Like he is the definition of somebody that should be running back and wide receiver. But I feel like sometimes people are, are these league management softwares. They're scared. They're scared to go in that direction for some reason for the pushback that it would cause. Like the oh, everybody would lose it because they don't like change. 
And people people don't like things that are hard to predict. And if you make Debo a running back and wide receiver, what kind of value does that add? And I feel like everybody's scared um, in that in that industry to to, to like t- Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was the definition of a running back, wide receiver, tight end. And when he got vaulted into the quarterback spot, they ripped away his tight end eligibility because people cried and complained about it. It was that wasn't because he didn't deserve it. It wasn't cheating. He had earned that eligibility. Just like a baseball player earns multiple eligibilities and they go over a different position and they play shortstop, you know, all the time for weeks on end when they were playing, you know, second base or whatever. And now you don't rip away their second base eligibility. Like they've earned it. They keep it like it's ridiculous. Hey, Smitty, was drafting DeAndre Hopkins in the eighth round a steal, a meh, or a bust? DeAndre in the eighth round is very good value. I think when you draft him in round six, you're reaching a little early because that's a potential starter. So I like D-Hop where you got him. D-Hop is a, a, a very, very good value in round eight. He's kind of a good value around seven, but if you get him around eight, uh, D-Hop is, is a fantastic value. Uh, we got two super chests, two five dollar haulers from Ron Navy and Romero. Romero. Wait, wait, wait! Where's my, where's my, where's my button? What's going on here? Where's mashed potatoes? Everything is is going crazy. We're going to the voicemail. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the fantasy football show on the gram. Tell your grandma. All right, uh, these two voicemails, let me get them on here. We don't need the timer. Here's the topic. The topic was Hopkins. I love Hopkins in the round, in round eight, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, he's crafty. He's crafty. Romero, uh, Romero, Romero, and Ron. Ron says, Jimmy can't be traded. New contract has no trade, no tag in it. I think he can approve it. Also, B Rob one shot in the in the butt and one in the leg. Yeah, we don't know where in the leg. That's kind of what we're waiting on to make sure because we can we can kind of determine that one shot in the glute, like I predicted last night. Uh, you know that might be easier to recover from, but we don't know where the other shot was. He had surgery, so we got to assume something something needed to be repaired. So that's probably what's going to hold him out, whatever that second injury was. Um, but yes, 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 yes. Uh, Romero says, Yo, Smitty, thoughts on team QB Hertz, uh, Javante, ETN Hall, AJ Dillon Walker, B Rob Herbert, wide receivers JJ, um, Gabe Davis, Mooney, Elijah Moore, Andrews, very good. Javante, ETN, JJ, Andrews, Hertz, you got a lot of balance there. It feels like a six man league you're playing in there. It's probably a 10, it can't be a 12. But even in a 10-man league, that's a really good team. Very balanced. If you got that in a 12, I venture to say you're at least the 1, 2, or 3 overall team in that draft. So hit those waiver wire uh, pickups and separate yourself from the crowd, my broski. You, how should I draft best player available? I know I should put that on repeat. How should I draft? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a button for that so that it just repeats. Best player available. Best player available. Best player available.
Um, next question. Hey, Smitty, did I make a mistake by letting Brees Hall and ETN go in the third, but in the fourth I ended up drafting Zeke? Was that a good or a bad thing? Well, I'm not into drafting Zeke the Bruce, so probably not the best move in the world. I'm not a big Zeke fan this year at all. So ETN in the third, but it depends who you got. Like, Zeke and who? Who is the other player? Hey, Smitty, tight ends like Schultz and uh, Waller and uh, a couple others, I forget, went before Kittle. Did I make a mistake by drafting Kittle uh, later or no? <laughs> the Bruce. This is like Regretville. Regretville. Um, I I think I think I like Kittle and Schultz about the same given the cost of entry. Like in some leagues, I've been very, very I've gone Kittle before Schultz, and in other leagues, I've waited to get Schultz. You know, because Kittle goes like late five, Schultz can go like mid mid six. But I kind of have rotated. You know, when I've been in those situations, I do like Kittle. I do like have I, I like having a couple shares of Kittle this year. I think he could have a, a, a nice year in the late fifth round to early sixth round type of value. I think he could really return that even with some disappointing games. He's kind of you're kind of baking in uh, the risk very very well. So I, I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. Overcome with a super chat, a five dollar hauler, and East Coast Taddy with a five dollar hauler. Appreciate you both, Broskies. Uh, East Coast Taddy says, keeping Javante already need a second keeper, either Dylan or St. Brown, both in round seven. Uh, that's tough. That's tough because I love both of them. I love St. Brown. I love Dylan. Man. Probably say, and they're both going around the same place anyway, and you're getting them about a round early, maybe even a half around, a round and a half early. Um... What's the chat think? Who would you rather have, St. Brown or Dylan? It's pretty even for me, so I'd love to get the the chat's uh, take, the live chat. What do you guys think? Who would you take in round seven, Dylan or St. Brown as a keeper? I feel like maybe St. Brown because of the potential future keeper value if it does carry over from year to year. Not that Dylan would be a bad keeper, but I could see Dylan falling off a little more so. Uh, Overcome, how many leagues are you investing in this year? And who is your most drafted player? I've got, I had 22 to 25 last year. And this year, I think I'm down to like 12 or 13. So I cut them in half. I, I just can't focus on them. And I'm still too many. I want to be, I want to have like five leagues, you know, and, and then a couple of the leagues that we're doing. Um, Most drafted player, I would say Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, ETN, <laughs> and probably Brees Hall. Those are probably my, my most drafted players. Javante, the, the, the tripod, is probably the, mo- I have the most shares of any players probably in this tripod. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. So that's definitely got to be potentially my most owned players in that tripod right there. But uh, Javante, also, also Brees Hall. Why Jimmy staying? Um, they just—it's not about him starting. It's just about them botching it from the beginning, and they don't want to cut him. They don't want to cut him. They don't want to send him elsewhere. They don't want—they don't want him helping. Not that I really care about Seattle, 
or other teams in the division, but they feel like he would go somewhere where he could help other teams. I don't know. It's it's really ridiculous. Dylan Amon Ra, Amon Ra, Amon Ra, Dylan. It's kind of mixed, bro. Uh, yeah. Trade Fournette for Camara. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a be very careful with Alvin Kamara advice giver, and even I would take Kamara over Fournette in a heartbeat. I wouldn't draft I wouldn't draft Fournette in round three, yet I would take Kamara in a second. I don't draft Kamara in round top of round two or one. That's that's not a good move. He's not out of the woods yet. I got a lot of Dylan votes. You didn't do the news. I guess there's some more news we do need to do. So, uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you know, Brian Robinson was shot twice. Uh, one in the, the the glute, the gluteus maximus, which your boy Smitty predicted. And the other one uh, in the leg, we don't know where. And that will definitely, where will definitely tell us what how long he could potentially be out. And the fact that he had surgery means that they had to probably repair it. Unless there was, you know, other damage they just had to perform surgery on and maybe the other injury is not bad. Could be a flesh wound. But I think the fact that... I said the fact that we didn't hear about where he got shot, the fact that it was, like, held back, felt like that was a butt shot. <laughs> you know? Like uh, like from The Sopranos, when Bobby Bacala, when that when that, that rapper goes to him and says he wants to he wants to be... He wants to get his street cred up, and Bobby Bacala botches it. And Do you remember that? Sopranos is one of the best shows in the history of TV. Best shows in the history of TV. As a fullback option, do you think Fields can be a sneaky QB1 option this year? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Like tw- like around 10, 11, 12, 13. Sure. I-, I have no problem with that. Thank you for the $5 hauler. Thank you, Town. Thank you, Scotty. Uh, thank you both. Hey, $5 haulers. Appreciate you both, young men. Scotty, the man, town man, or toe man. Sorry, toe man. I always call you town man. I don't know why. Toe man. Toe man. Toe man says, one keeper redraft, PPR, QB, running back, two wide receivers. So there's one running back, two flex, keepers, JJ. But a lot of running backs go early. Strategy from the 11 spot. Uh, Running backs go early, yet you only need to start one of them. I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm definitely going best player available here because you don't. You only need one running back. You could have Damian Pierce as your running back. You know, in this situation. Uh, so, give me give, if if running backs go early and wide receivers get get left on the board, I'm probably going against traffic to be honest with you. Because all you need is one running back. All you need is one RB. You get a, you get an ETN, a Brees Hall, or a, a a Damian Pierce to get in there. And I'm not saying only have one running back, but I'm just saying I'm not worried about fielding. Running backs in a league where you only need to start one, and if people are consuming up running backs, that goes against logic. And I, I come in and I draft against traffic, but I draft the best player available most certainly. But that's how I look at it. On the clock in a league, can you get to my voicemail? Sure. Hey Smitty, yeah, I know it was an unfortunate situation with Brian Robinson, but they said he got shot in his glute and lower leg from the backside of his leg. 
when he was trying to run away. But um, where would he fall in redraft, and where would you take him in dynasty? Well, in redraft, let me just go to uh, go to one of the draft apps and trending. The most dropped player is Brian Robinson. He's been dropped in 36,000 leagues. Brian Robinson has been dropped in 36,000 leagues. By far the most dropped player in fantasy football. He's number one on the list of dropped players. So the fact that he's being dropped in 36,000 leagues tells you that he's probably near undraftable for redraft. In Dynasty, I don't know. I mean, his Dynasty value certainly took a little bit of a hit, but we don't really know where. I would say he's like a, a double-digit round pick in Dynasty because you just don't know what's going on. And and in Redraft, he's like one of the last picks in your draft, if even that. You know, because it depends on if you can get a Tyler Algier or somebody like that, then you're going to go Tyler Algier. So that, that's kind of my thinking there. Scotty, appreciate you. Toe man, appreciate you. Um, let's get to these news uh, bits here. You got um, Brees Hall rushing five times for 13 yards and people freaking out everywhere because he didn't really do anything on the field during the preseason. Yet, yet the guy ripped off a 70-plus yard scamper in a scrimmage and everybody loved him one moment then they don't like him the next moment. Personally, I'm, I'm all about Brees Hall. I don't really care how he starts, although, you know, of course, I would like him to start off nice and, and and out of the gate firing on all cylinders, but that's just not always how rookie seasons can unveil, and it's sometimes a blessing in disguise. If he gets 50% of the workload, gets 60 yards and a touchdown, you know, and he can skate by getting low volume, but still producing because he's an efficient player and, and a 4.39 running back, 4.39 speed, maybe he gets 60 and a touch in week one. Maybe he gets 70 yards on 11 carries in week two. And then maybe they start unleashing him in week three, four, and five. And then now you get a guy that doesn't hit a rookie wall. And he still scored good in the beginning, even when he was sharing carries. So it does depend. Um, what Would you rather have ETN? I would as well right now. Axe, that's a good... Everybody asks me that question. Brees Hall or ETN? Brees Hall or ETN? ETN or Brees Hall? ETN or Brees Hall? Over and over. Most asked question I get probably by far. Um, and, and the answer is you're going to take ETN because he's got a grip of the starting job already in his Kung Fu grip. Whereas Brees Hall, when he gets into it, maybe he's worth more than ETN. But right now you might have two or three or one week. We don't know where he's splitting the time, but he's most certainly splitting the time. It's not Michael Carter's job holding off Brees Hall. It's them splitting it until Brees Hall takes it over. That's just the way it is. He's too talented of a running back. Um, there's one of my biggest avoids all year. Uh, now where where you've seen him draft. Remember when Smitty said, don't draft him in round three, don't draft him in round four. Now where's his ADP? Where's Cam Akers' ADP now? Round what? Where are you guys seeing Cam Akers go? I'd love to know because no one's touching him now. But yet he was a third rounder, a high third rounder earlier on in the season. I'm in 95 underdog drafts. That's great. Use promo code Smitty, guys, if you're going over to underdog. Uh, but stay away from Akers. Uh, where, where are you guys seeing Akers getting draft, drafted? I think Brees will take over fairly early in the season. I, I agree, Space uh, Ricky. He's got to. 
He's a, he's a specimen. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate you. Round five. We got one round five for, for Cam. Akers went in the seventh today. <laughs> the kind of hate we got letting him fall to round three. In round five to seven now. And, and, you know, I'm not saying he can't earn that. I'm just saying that's why he was a complete avoid. Look, he's already dropped in the, and he hasn't even played a game. Debo Samuel, knee contusion, sitting out practice. That was an older report, but I wanted to address it. Not a concern for me at this point. I think uh, D- Debo is going to be just fine. Don't worry about that. Eli Mitchell still got the hamstring concern. I think uh, I think there's reason to be cautious with Eli Mitchell walking into week one. Make sure you cuff him to Ty Davis Price. J.K. Dobbins, uh, I've warned. I mean, what more can I do? Dobbins and Akers, two of the biggest avoids in fantasy football 2022. Two of the biggest avoids. Plain and simple. Akers, stay away. Stay away. There's no there's no upside here. He's in a committee coming back from a torn Achilles tendon. No running back has ever come back from a torn Achilles tendon to become a top 15 running back, let alone top 10. Kenny with a super chat. Kenny says, uh, that wasn't my voicemail. Oh, I'm sorry, Kenny. I, I, I played rock outs, didn't I? All right, let me go, Kenny. Where's yours? Was it in the in the group or? Here we go. Hey, Smitty, I'm on the clock. Um, it's non-PPR. I'm looking at Elijah Moore, Olave, or Burks. Who would you take in that situation? Elijah Moore. Leaning more, obviously, but just curious what you thought. Easy call, Elijah Moore. I don't even think twice. Uh, Alave, we don't know what we're going to get. We don't know what Winston's going to do. We don't know if Winston's going to stay healthy. Burks, I liked what I saw in the preseason game, but he's also playing against you know backups, and, and he's kind of been a, a little bit of a disappointment so far. I like Malik Willis a lot. I think once he gets in there, it'll be good for, for Burks, but maybe not. Maybe 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 Malik is very, very low-volume type of uh, quarterback to to his top wide receiver. So, good question, but Elijah Moore, I feel like, has that potential to be an absolute monster. Um, as high as Smitty is on Trey Lance, I would bet a grand Trey Lance gets benched for Jimmy by midseason, says LaBello. Hey, look, you could disagree on that, and I'm not mad at that. Like, Obviously, you're, you're also a very respectful person, especially when you talk about differences of opinion. So, I'm, I'm fine with having this, not debate, but seeing this, putting it on the screen. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. LaBello's the... LaBello's my boy, so LaBello, there you go. Um, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Like, Shanahan could surprise me. This is why I don't want Jimmy on the roster for the unforeseen situations that could arise. Maybe Trey's banged up and he says, look, he's just not healthy. We're going to put him on the bench. And then something like that happens. It worries me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It puts a little bit of a risk factor in, injected into the situation. But do I think that... In, in general, like if I was coaching or anybody else was coaching, anybody else was coaching, Trey Lance would be the guy unquestioned all year long, no matter what scenario came up. I just feel like you definitely have a little bit of a, a little bit of a risk with with um with the situation in terms of that. But I don't I don't I don't think you're crazy, but I, I certainly don't agree. But I appreciate your opinion and respect it. Chandler is better than Madison. I don't think I don't know how you can say that, Roth, without seeing Chandler more 
Like Madison's been a monster when he's gone in there. Like how like how do you how do you really argue this? You know, you're predicting it, I, I get it, that's fine. I predict things that haven't happened yet too, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not saying I don't think Chandler could take the, he could take the job, but how can you say that yet? I mean, I feel like Madison's done nothing but provide insane value when he's ever given a shot. He's gone out there and delivered like an absolute monster. But back on point real quickly, this last piece of news. J.K. Dobbins, I didn't even get to it. I went to Cam Akers. It would be optimistic to bank on running back J.K. Dobbins' knee maintaining a heavy workload early on in the season. What have I been telling everybody? It's the same thing as Barkley. You could smell it from a mile away. Barkley wasn't ready, and he rushed back. And if I haven't taught you anything about knee injuries, it's that when you have an ACL tear, which is on, you can see it from the back here, when you tear your ACL, there's so much healing that needs to go on from this point, from this point, in, in inside where they drill the hole here, drill the hole here, and put the new ACL in there. Drill screws in there. Drill screw in there. It's got the the bones then got to heal into the screw. There's holes in the screws so that the bone can grow in and kind of like form around the screw and hold it in tight. And you got to get it to get it a tight fit. You got to make sure that 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 heals properly. That is also patellar tendon window that they cut out of your patellar tendon and take that and make it into an ACL. So that is a tendon that turns into a ligament and it has to die and turn into a ligament and and get to the the, the right you know form. And once it it turns into a ligament while it's in there because they put it in as a piece of patellar tendon, it turns into a ligament, it hardens, and it it, it it makes that knee tight. It takes so much time. And then when usually in the NFL you suffer a knee injury, your knee's going like this when you tear your ACL. See how that ACL? Right in here. See how the ACL is getting stretched? Right, right here. It's getting stretched when you do that. That's how you snap your ACL. You don't traditionally snap it any other way uh, in the NFL. You can hyperextend it front, forward or backwards, sure. You can tear your PCL or your MCL depending on how your knee shifts like that. But traditionally in the NFL, a player cuts and you can see it stretching the, the LCL here. Or if it goes this way, you can see it stretching the MCL. And it's also damaging and pinching the meniscus and tearing the ACL and snapping it. When that happens, you have all kinds of swelling, massive amounts of swelling. And, and that's to protect the knee. You have so much damage in there. When you go out there early, and J.K. Dobbins is exactly not ready, just like Barkley was not ready. And when you go out there not ready, your knee swells because it's like, what are you doing? This is my reaction to tell you this is not normal. What you're doing right now is not normal. So I'm going to swell up and let you know I need to protect the knee because you won't protect it. You're rushing it. You're rushing it. J.K. Dobbins is trying to rush onto the field. And this report, in my opinion, backs that up. Now, maybe this athletic reporter is jumping the gun on something he heard. We don't really know, but this all makes sense to me because J.K.'s been pushing it to get ready. When you push it to get ready, you're not fully healed. You're never fully healed that entire first year. Wide receivers can recover better than running backs because running backs literally get driven and pile-drived into the ground to multiple 300-pound linemen jumping on them and, and shoving them into the ground. The knees, the abuse that goes on to the running back's knees is different than any other position in any other sport in, in, in the world. So it's a, it's a, it's a disaster. Um, here's the super chat from 
Cylon says, Smitty, your thoughts on Kyle Pitts and Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon Cooks is a is a tough guy for me to evaluate for whatever reason. I, I admit he's one of those players that I'm biased against because I'm fearing concussions and injuries that don't ever come. Like every year he's been delivering since then. And so I, I feel like he's a guy that I... Um, I continue to uh, let's let's see here. Hold on one second. He's a guy I continue to overlook and admittedly overlook. And the bottom line is, he's somebody that we we should probably believe in at, at, at the level of like a wide receiver. I don't know two, but but I'm I'm only drafting him and I'm only considering him in the wide receiver three category, which might be bad on me. Maybe I need to to consider him as a higher. Uh, draft commodity I probably should but for some reason I can't get myself uh, to draft him any higher than that but uh, what else you guys got hit me with some more questions Kenny appreciate you Cylon I'm sorry so I got you on the cooks Kyle Pitts I love Kyle Pitts could be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Or number one tight end in fantasy football. Kyle Pitts could be the number one tight end in fantasy football. He could be two or three. Um, A lot of it depends on... A lot of it depends on uh, whether um, he gets the touchdown production that he should get. Sorry, I'm trying to man a bunch of the things going on in the chat. Uh, what's up, Chris? Appreciate you. Choose two. Ten man. Uh, oh, cho- uh, choice is fourth or a tenth in a new 12-team startup. I'd take the tenth pick. I love the idea of getting Swift and Javante or you know Adams and Javante or something like that. Thoughts on Mixon and T. Higgins. I like both of them, but at the right price. Mixon's a, a second-round pick, not a first-round pick. Higgins, to me... Is a, a good late third or, or better better off early fourth round pick, but sometimes he goes way too high. Love Pitts. I'm trying to buy him everywhere, says Kenny. I think Pitts could be the number one tight end. I'm not saying he will for certain. I think we got to draft Kelsey as that guy or look at Kelsey as that guy. But when you can get Pitts in like round four, sometimes round five, and Kelsey's going in late two or mid two, it's much, much better value to go after Kyle Pitts in my opinion. Pittsburgh offensive line is still bad. It's a work in progress, but they are going to be improved, I think, this year. And I think a lot of it depends on when Pickett gets in there, to be honest. Could Isaiah likely make an impact? I like likely a lot. If you guys don't know who Isaiah likely is, he's a really... Thank you again, Cylon, for the super chat. Likely is a very, very good running back. I'm so distracted with all the things I'm trying to fix here. Really good tight end. I keep saying wide receiver instead of tight end. Um, He's a really good tight end prospect out of Baltimore that could replace Andrews if Andrews got hurt, but he could also play a lot on the field right away. Sorry, I got a lot of things in the chat going on. We got spam bots everywhere, and I'm trying to... And and somebody I was... uh, Kept dropping some weird comments over and over that I had to take care of. So, sorry about that. We're back. We're back. Let's get back to the phone lines or the the voicemails. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. 
tell your grandma. Okay. Uh, 300 of you in here, please hit that thumb up button on your way in or out. Uh, appreciate you supporting the channel. We got 161 thumbs up, um, 300 eyeballs in the, in the live chat. Robert Fernandez says, Smitty, rate my team, please. 12 team, half PPR flex, running back, wide receiver, tight end, Herbert, CMC, Javante Pierce, J-Rob, A.J. Brown, Waddle, Hopkins, IU, Pickens, McKenzie, Ertz. Keep up the great work. Um, if I'm rating this team, you got Herbert, CMC, Javante. Love that core. Even though I have some concer- concerns about CMC, I still value, you know, I still understand the value. Uh, Pierce is a fantastic third. I'm not really interested in, in J-Rob myself. A.J. Brown, Waddle, and D-Hop are very, very undervalued wide receiver crew that you got there. Ertz, fantastic job. Um, I don't know that there's any moves to make because a lot of your guys are on the come up So or at CMC. Would I trade CMC for like a, you know, two players? Maybe. But that's the only thing I can think of that I would maybe do if I'm you. The Bruce. Hey, Smitty, I have a question. My Keenan Allen for DK, Pringle, and Nelson Aguilar. Would you do that trade or no? My Keenan Allen. Let's hear that one more time, the Bruce. Hey, Smitty, I have a question. My Keenan Allen for DK, Pringle, and Nelson Aguilar. Would you do that trade or no? I mean, first of all, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't own... Pringle or Aguilar. So Keenan Allen for, I mean, no. no. Hey, Smitty, I have a question. My Keenan Allen for DK, Pringle. I mean, DK and Keenan can be considered close, but Keenan Allen's got a higher ADP. Those other pieces don't matter. So, you know, on principle alone, I'm not downgrading Keenan into DK. And those, those pieces don't, they're irrelevant. But I do think DK could maybe, you know, be even with them. But the, the, the cost of, Entry into those players are very different. Keenan Allen's getting drafted like in the third round. DK's going in the fifth. Those other two pieces do nothing. So no, 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 no. Should I avoid Pittman third round like I want to? I I wouldn't take Pittman in the third round personally, but it doesn't mean I don't like Pittman. People mix up and twist up what I'm saying. I just like him like at the top of round four or in round four. You're not going to always get him there. But I, I feel like he's a home run smash with a lot of upside in round four. Whereas in round three, you're losing a lot of the appeal that is that is Pittman. Like he could earn it, you know. Doesn't mean he can't earn it. You're just not getting that, that home run ability as, as much in the third round. And, and I, I, I just like him. I just like him at four. Ron Navy says, thought you weren't paying attention. Or I'm sorry, Hod says that. Jacob, long ride home. Appreciate you, Jacob. Overcome, appreciate your super chat. Robert, appreciate your super chat. And Roberts was a $10 hauler, and I never stood for it. Robert, appreciate your $10 hauler, good man. And and again, what a, you have a good team, bro. I love, I love your wide receiver crew. I would look to shop CMC. Like, could you get Najee? And a wide receiver like DK or something, you know, or Swift and D- Swift and DK or Swift and McLaurin or something for CMC. Like I would look into that. I would look into that, Broski. If it were me, if it were me. Okay, let's see if we got more voicemails. This one's from. I think we got caught up in the, in, the, in that group. Let's go to voicemail group number two, Lance. 
Hey, Smitty, just want to see what you think. Um, I'm in a 12, man. I have uh, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, uh, Devontae Swift, Joe Mix. Hold on. 12, man. I have uh, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, uh, Devontae Swift. Jalen Hurts. Let's write this down. Jalen Hurts. Joe Mixon. I have uh, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, uh, Devontae Swift, Joe Mixon, Kyle Pitts, uh, Jarrett Judy, and Brandon Cooks as my starting lineup. So I'm screaming in there. Uh, I would say you have you have an amazing running back crew. You have an amazing quarterback. You have the top top three tight end. Um, your wide receiver room is very, very underrated. Obviously, you have a very, very good team. The only thing I'm even considering doing is trying to upgrade Mixon into a first-round running back, trying to upgrade Keenan Allen into a, you know, a chase or something like that. You know, would I use Cooks to throw that in? Cooks and, you know, Cooks and Mixon for one slightly better running back? I would consider that strongly myself and roll with a, a bench wide receiver that you believe in. That's kind of where I would take that, to be honest. If if I'm if I'm trying to rework that team, chosen. Appreciate you being here. We got two more super chats. We got uh, Diddy and Torres. Torres, appreciate you. We got a ten dollar and a five dollar. Appreciate you, good buddies. Appreciate you, good buddies. Jose, let's start off with yours. Just ran across your show today, Smitty. I have the hurt. First of all, welcome. I have. Hurts and AJ Brown stack with the, the the JJ tripod drafted Pierce in seven round. So you've got the the cousin of the tripod. The the tripod is this. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. And you've got the cousin, which is Jalen Hurts, JJ, and. Uh, Who's, it's usually Swift, but who's your, I don't know if you got Swift or whoever, but just ran across your channel, Smitty. I have Hertz, AJ Brown stack with the JJ tripod. Okay. So you have the, this, the, it's almost like a, it's almost like a, 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 a strange version of the tripod. Cause you got the two wide receivers, but I do like it. That's a really, really, really good version. A cousin, maybe a distant cousin of the tripod, AJ Brown, Hertz and Justin Jefferson. Very, very, very good. Damian Pierce in round seven is a monster steal. This guy might climb into the late round five. Damian Pierce could climb into late round five. He's definitely a six-round pick right now. So fantastic job. Uh, great team. Nice work. We need to make another uh, another like video clip for or scene for the cousins of the tripod because I think they need some love too. Diddy, rate this team. Three wide receiver, half PPR, Hurts, Saquon, Damian Pierce, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, uh, Komet, Mar- Hollywood Brown, Stevenson, Pickens, Landry, Pacheco. Uh, keep up the good work. Appreciate you. So Hurts, Saquon, Pierce, Jamar Chase, A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore. I like it. Um, I feel like it's lacking maybe one piece, Diddy, to get to get to that next level. You know, I feel like I, I like Saquon and Damian Pierce, but I, f- I feel like if you could turn that Saquon into... A Najee or you know somebody a slight slightly above, using maybe 
Hollywood Brown or Stevenson, one of those players, I would look to maybe do that. That's the only thing I'd do. I'd just look to upgrade Saquon just a little bit. Because Saquon, to me, is a good third-round pick. I don't think he's a second-round pick like everybody else yet. He could get there for me. He could get there. I'm open-minded to it. But I'd try and just get get that late, you know, Swift or, or Najee that's going at the end of, of round one. Try and get up into that kind of vehicle using Saquon, and then boom, you're in the money. Love love the team. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate your your uh, support. Overcome says the channel is blowing up. That's awesome. Yeah, we're at 284 eyeballs. We're jump, jumping between 280 and 300. Appreciate everybody being here. We've been live for an hour and a half. Um, we might call it here in a little bit just because your boy Smitty's got a lot of content to create on top of these shows. So I might make these shows about an hour and a half instead of going into the two-hour range. We're at an hour and a half right now. Um, we went a little early today. Uh, that's why we're, we went about a half hour early because of the, the breaking news uh, of Jimmy G being retained by the 49ers and, and signing a, a, like a little revamped contract uh, contract and, and staying with the team and causing a lot of controversy. So unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of doubt casted on Jimmy, uh, on Trey Lance moving forward because of the Jimmy G situation. It is what it is. I still believe in Trey, but there is a little bit more risk. You know, you can't deny that Shanahan's weird about Jimmy G, but I have no doubt that Trey Lance will outperform him. It comes down to injury for me. Draft in five minutes, 12 pick. Who we attacking? Hopefully Swift at 12, Javante at 2.1. How else would you approach it? I mean, you're going to get one of those guys. If Najee fell, then you got to decide between Swift and Javante. I kind of lean toward Javante and Najee if that happens. If Jamar Chase fell, you take Jamar Chase. But th- those are pretty much the options that I think you're going to face. Uh, if everybody's gone, that means somebody else you know, <laughs> falls. So uh, I don't know. I think it's it's more of a, a who's the best player available, bro. It's hard to kind of plan any further than that, but I think you got the right idea. I appreciate your $5 hauler. Go get your draft You got this? You got this? You're going to come tear it up? Report back. I want to see your team. I want to see your team surfboards once you're done. So come come check in. By keeping Trey, it shows the lack of faith in... By keeping... You mean Jimmy. By keeping Jimmy, it shows the lack of faith in Trey. Not necessarily. It's pretty easy to draw that conclusion from the the move, but they also didn't want to lose. Like they're stubborn, they didn't want to lose anything. They were trying to trade him and they couldn't. And Jimmy Jimmy messed messed it up. You gotta understand, Jimmy's in the doghouse, guys. They don't want Jimmy there. They don't want Jimmy there. Jimmy is in the doghouse because he didn't return phone calls. Jacob says. You said that last time and stayed on for another hour. Smitty working hard. Yeah, I know. I I, I am I am leaving though. Um, we're gonna go an hour and a half and then we're cutting it off. Some of my league took MVS in the sixth round. That's too high. What what's going on here? Honestly, Cole Beasley goes for the 49ers. That would be great because he's versatile. He is a versatile wide receiver. Any team would be good, you know, be happy to have Cole Beasley on the roster. What did Prime say? Yeah, Prime, don't don't be mean. Um, Jimmy deal makes him easier to trade. RP potentially, but he'd have to approve the trade, I believe. Trey messes up how small of a leash, big leash. That's the thing people need to understand. Unless he gets hurt, there's a big leash. Shanahan's job would be on the line if he re- if he reverted back to Jimmy. People need to understand that. 
if Shanahan reverted back to Jimmy G as a starter and Trey wasn't out for the season or something, that or in some questionable injury situation that Shanahan manipulates and says, Trey's not ready, Trey's not ready when he's really ready. That's what I worry about. But his job is on the line. He's 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 admitting that the 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 mortgaging of the future draft picks didn't work and his job would be on the line. He botched the Debo thing all offseason, botched the Trey Lance thing. Uh, or the, the Jimmy G thing all season. If he comes out and takes off the, the that piece on the board, he, he's, he's essentially putting a nail in the coffin unless they win with Jimmy G, and I mean win a Super Bowl. Drafted in a 10-team league, got Burrow, Henry, Swift, Hill, Keenan Allen, Sutton, Waller, Bench, Hall, Mitchell, Cooks, nice job. You got a lot of depth. Try and trade two players for one. Try and upgrade something. You know, whether it's upgrading Keenan Allen, you got a lot of bench. Upgrade Keenan Allen or Sutton. You know, upgrade Waller into Kelsey or whatever. You, you got enough bench to do that. Zinski dropping, I think, the last super chat. We got two more questions, too. Zinski says, uh, how do you like Diggs? I took him in round one. He's a little bit of a reach in round one, but not much. He's like, he's 12, 13 capable, you know. But but do I like Swift and Javante more? I do. Space Ricky re-upping on the YouTube exclusive group. Appreciate you, Ricky. Um, do I like... Do I like Diggs and Javante or Diggs and Swift? I do. Paul re-upping on the YouTube exclusive group. Paul, appreciate you. Um, it depends who you got. Zinski, who did you draft with him? Devin re-upping on the YouTube exclusive group. To the moon. Appreciate you. Oh, I got so much content to drop. I'm excited, but I'm, I'm also a little bit, you know, Storm YouTube exclusive group. Not in a bad way, moon. but like overwhelmed to the point where I've got to get to it. So it's on my plate now with, with everything coming into the like the off season. It's kind of like open ended. I can make a video when I want. If it bleeds into the next week, I forget to do it. Whatever. Noah re-upping on the YouTube exclusive group. To the moon. Appreciate you. Um, but now I'm on a timer. There's like a timer. Each week has got like, you've got one week to do it. Michael, appreciate you. And so I've got to like cram this stuff in. I've got the, the panic chamber still to come with a lot of names to, to go. I've got the, the, the week one waiver wire, uh, pre week one, early waiver wire show that I got to revamp because there was a lot of talk on there about Brian Robinson because he was available. But now we're going to talk about Brian Robinson from a different angle. So I got to redo the whole video, essentially. Zinski dropping yet another super chat. Uh, Michael dropping this super chat. Smitty, Eli Mitchell, or A-Rob if you had to flex one. I'd probably go right now A-Rob until we know that Eli Mitchell's healthy and we know what his volume looks like. A-Rob's going to be a bit safer. Zinski says, I got Swift and Javante also. Uh, um, ABD, D. Moore. Um, nice, Zinski. Swift and Javante is amazing, bro. That's great. I think he means Amon Ross St. Brown. Did he mean that? Is it fair to trade Diggs for Waddle and Mike Williams? Is it fair? Yeah. I mean, it's fair. Could you have a strong opinion one way or the other? Yeah, but that's that's not a vetoable trade in my opinion. You get Waddle and Mike Williams for Diggs. Depends on what the person has as on their bench as depth or what they consider to be good on the bench. 
He just meant and. Okay. I thought he was saying like he was trying to put Amon Ross St. Brown. A lot of people trying to abbreviate that and it gets changed. But he was saying Javante and D Moore. Okay. I was thinking Amon Ra. Smitty to the moon. No, Zaggy, you to the moon, pal. And on that moon. note, we are going to call the show. Where is my graphic? You can find all my content at these locations here. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your bowl predictions, your rankings, your start bench advice, everything. We're live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, Every single Monday through Friday. That means I'll be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern, just like I went live today. Um, And anytime news breaks. If news breaks, I'm live. I'm your guy. If news breaks, I go live. Come to my channel. Subscribe if you're new. We've got 197 thumbs up. Can we get it to 200 right before we leave? We've got 260 still in the building. Can we at least get it to 200? Punch it, guys. Punch that thumb up, boy, for your boy Smitty. Let's do it. Let's get to to 20K this year. G-Money dropping the final super chat. What do you think about Derrick Henry at 1.7? I don't hate it, G-Money, but I'm also going Najee or Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. And if all those guys are gone, I consider it potentially in one league, but... You know my you know you know my thinking, bro. Too many carries. Too much mileage on them legs, man. 900 plus carries in 2.5 seasons. Christian McCaffrey has under 800 carries on his career and we're worried about him breaking. Derrick Henry in just the last two and a half years has over 900 carries. I will see you all maybe later tonight if news breaks, but I will see you all Tomorrow, if news breaks, and I'll see you for sure at 7 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Thank you all for your support. Let's grow this bad boy together. Appreciate you. And yes, I will comment. I'll pretty much answer almost every comment in the live or in the in the, the YouTube comments area. So when this video goes up, please comment and I will get to you. Appreciate every single one of you. See you tomorrow. 7 p.m. Eastern at the very least. Ron Navy in the building. Ron Navy, appreciate you, buddy. Sorry about uh, Trubisky. I know he was very, very bummed about Trubisky starting. Ron, don't get Ron started. Don't get Ron started. Kenny Pickett to the moon. Ron wants Kenny Pickett in that lineup more than Niner fans don't want Jimmy G on the roster. Is that fair and accurate, Ron? Peace out, everybody. 212 thumbs up. We did it. Let's go. fantasy football. I know everything about fantasy football. Woo-wee! You know...